0: This is the Post-America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post-America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post-America Podcast, son. Download that shit, Motherfucker. Yo, what's up everybody, Richie Post America Podcast Doing something a little different today I'm gonna take you into a deep dive Into one of my all-time favorite hardcore albums One Voice by Agnostic Front And uh, One Voice was released in uh, 1992 So we're coming up on something cool, right? Next year, 2022 And then we got whatever number of uh, years that is for One Voice One Voice is dope. I mean, it's the epitome of hardcore, of metal, some punk influences. It is Agnostic Front, the OG band, in my opinion, the reason uh, my interest in this thing even started. And One Voice was, to me, the epitome, the blueprint of the hardcore that I would love. I was never too crazy with the real old school stuff that would make, you know, dudes look like they were getting electrocuted when it's shaking around, when they were dancing. I was never like too much of a black flag or a minor threat type guy, you know. And uh, the super heavy bands that would come after Agnostic Front would never really appeal to me that much. Key bands here and there, sure, I liked, but this album, this band is as close to perfect to me as, as can be for our, our thing. And it's key. Uh, recorded in 91, released in 92. Studio Normandy Sound, which put out a lot of good stuff. The lineup for this uh, record was dope because it has Roger on the vocals, stigma and rhythm guitar, of course. But we got one of the illest drummers to do it. He showed his, his skills with with this release and with the 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 earliest uh, Madball albums, where he laid a he laid down the uh, the code for others to follow. Will Shepler on the drums, PA native. A lot of people don't know that. You got to remember, PA was part of this all, baby, Pittsburgh, PA. Will Shepler on the drums for One Voice. He killed it, and it was a great recording too. The drum production was good. Um, the mastering doesn't seem to hold up it's very quiet hopefully it's will be remastered and re-released and all that but the the recording itself the mix nice so you got will schepler on the drums you got craig satari on the bass perhaps no man has a better resume in hardcore than craig satari the current bass player of sick of it all he was in youth of today he was in straight ahead uh he was in the. He's in the newest uh, legitimate Cro-Mags lineup with John Joseph. He's, you know, been in a ton of bands, and he's just a sick bass player. One of the standout bassists as a musician in hardcore. His playing on this was really cool. Very like particular. He stands out. He he cuts through, and that's always cool. Then you got one of my favorite guitar players that come out of the scene probably one of my uh top five guys matt henderson on lead guitar for this album matt henderson a midwestern guy he came into the band and hey man who knows how much influence he had i would love to to break it all down but this record and you know I, I, you gotta assume he's a key element because of the style he would go on to perfect with Madball, you could hear in this album. So some of the riffage, some of the bounce, the s- smooth guitar, great tone, and the killer leads in this—all, all like respectable. Matt Henderson on guitar. So there you go. That that five-piece: Roger, Matt, Vinny, Craig, Will. I mean, what do you want? This is like a. Uh, it's like if you could pick a team, and this 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 lineup never existed for this album. You might pick these dudes. You might say, "Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, Henderson, you know, Madball and Will Shepard from the early Madball. I'm gonna take Craig from Sick of It All on the bass. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Stigma and Roger because of that that charisma and that chemistry." For you might pick this lineup even if this this great album didn't exist but this album is sick i mean this is lyrically i love it lyrically it's it's filled with just key key one-liners which is like you know let's go over some of the key one lines this the whole album it opens up with the song new jack new jack is dope dope riffs everything lyrically a standout and I love just how it opens. Listen up here, said a wise man to a fool. Here and like there, there are no set rules. Remember one thing, you came here alone. That's how you'll do this bid. That's how you'll go home. That is dope. That's a hard lyric right there, man. And, uh, you know, we had... Uh, we had Roger on here before and we know he did the bid he did he did time in the joint and this and that and we know that this album was right around that whole era you know his whole his whole jail time served was you know around the making and release of this uh, album so we could of course assume by his own words and those lyrics alone that they are based on his time first walking through those walls and that in itself is super cool man i i love the whole vibe around this album the second song one voice kicks in this is one of the standout tracks on, on the album if you ask me it's my opinion in this album the end of this song one voice it has like that build up and then this the the a slight change of a riff but it even though mechanically it's not a it's not a humongous change, the vibe just straightens out, the beat changes and then he comes in in, in with the lyric that is is so it's so so dope. And uh, the lyric, this is all in my head too. I remember this stuff, son. you know this is no premeditation. This is off the top of the dome baby. I'll fight. When they try to strip me of my rights and won't, I won't accept defeat. I may be down, but I will not be beat. One voice. When that part kicks in. I'm about it. You know, load me up, hand me the AK. We go on that ride. We do what we got to do. When that part kicks in, I'm ready. I'm a soldier. You can't stop me. That's like a drug. That's that angel dust from the 80s. I'll jump through a car window, keep on going like the Terminator when that part comes in. Like that is the standout. I love that one voice track. And don't forget the opening of the song, One Voice with the Bass, just the bass and the drum, Craig. Will Shepler banging, the kick in the lead that leads around the center of that song, that Henderson lead, crystal clear, crystal clear, crystal clear. You know, almost almost like Kirk Hammettish on that particular song. Real clear, beautiful stuff. One voice, maybe my favorite track off my favorite album. And after that, you have Infiltrate. Infiltrate is cool because it's almost like a little break. It's, it's early in the album to have a break, but it's like a little instrumental piece, maybe like a minute, minute and a half. And in my opinion, it's kind of like the first hint of what Madball would be. Like, there's no vocals on Infiltrate uh, on this album. But go back to... And listen to Infiltrate and picture Freddie Madball singing over that. And you, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I could I could hear it. It sounds like yo, that's a little Madball piece. You know, maybe that's a that's a little uh, contribution from Henderson, and it dragged over, but it's got that vibe. It's a real cool little little stop, a little break, Infiltrate little instrumental joint, and I like that. Like, you know, a lot of hardcore bands weren't doing stuff like that. They're scared. They were scared to go that route, play instrumental, get with your vibe, change it up, go for a trip. AF wasn't scared. Infiltrate, great one. And right after that, another strong joint called the Tombs. You know, we all know what the Tombs mean. We're talking about prison there, so Roger's going back on that topic. Probably deep, set it deep in his brain, this whole situation, getting locked down. And uh, the tune starts off with another dope intro, again with Craig and Will, the bass and the drums just banging. boom, boom, And I talk to Craig about this all the time because he knows I'm a fan of the record. And Craig doesn't like his bass tone on this album. And it is a, a lot different than uh, the Craig's Atari bass tone we're used to with other bands, Sick of It All, where he has a much dirtier, more distorted sound. But this is... Uh, It's a different release. This is a two-guitar band. You know, sick of it all goes one guitar, so it's nice to have a dirty bass on the other end when you got one guitar. But here you got you got Stigma and Henderson already chugging it out. So this is a little cleaner bass sound than we're used to with Craig, but I think it fits the production really well. Starts out with that intro, then all of a sudden there's a stop and just a sick, nice, tight picking riff from Henderson. I love even that guitar tone. This is from 90, recorded in 91, released in 92. And that tone still holds up, still holds up. And then the lyrics on this one, another monster. When when it kicks in right off the bat, the opening lines, face society and its biased laws, roam through endless courts and its corruptive jaws. They say a man is innocent till proven guilty, For sure, they meant the opposite in reality. Forced to plea, forced to give in, refused to seek justice, chose to turn their chins. Hard, right off the bat. And I always say, if you could say somebody's lyrics with like an American Indian or Native American, whatever you want to call it, accent, then it's dope. It's dope. I always say that. So if you take the line, forced to plea, forced to give in, refused to seek justice, chosen to turn their chins if you could say that like chief crazy horse then the lyrics are dope so the tunes is another jam another jam this is this this record is starting off so strong it's already got people beat like i'm telling you revisit this if you haven't heard it in a minute if you're just a sucker that never went down this path in the first place do yourself a favor that's the tombs and check it out the next track your fall your Fall is cool because it's, uh, as far as how it kicks in, the song structure itself, a lot different from anything on the record so far. So this is like the first taste of the speed that, you know, if you're a agnostic front fan back then, you've always expected the speed. And maybe some old school cats, when this record came out, they were kind of like not feeling the mid pace, bouncy tempos and, and rhythms. So this comes in like old school hardcore. But with that really thick metal flare, Will Shepler's beat right off the bat, just so strong. <laughs> textbook. Killing it, coming in everything at once. After that four count, boom, they all kick in, including vocals. And the vocals themselves in this song are devastating. Maybe vocally my favorite... Um, my favorite track from this release perhaps it's hard to say man whenever i hear this i bounce i get like this one and that one i say no this no that and you know i'm all over the place i'm crazy but the lyrics in this are just killer they're killer and they go they start off like this here we come to demolish the wall we've waited for years to witness witness this fall Today we see the truth among curious lies. We've come to seek justice with our own eyes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, right there, that's so sick. But then the big chant is, our rise will be your fall. With force will crush your wall. Come on, dude. This is just awesome this record is awesome this song is awesome and the very last line of this song always gets me and i always gotta sing along if i'm in the car i gotta punch the window and sing this line never again will we ever be beat nor will we level this wall full of dirty deeds man Mm. damn roger agnostic front the tombs Your fall right in a row and infiltrate before that. It's almost like, I mean, there's very few records I could listen to beginning to end. And I like a lot of records, but there's very few that I listen to beginning to end and are completely satisfied by the end. It's kind of like the complete meal. Uh, I'll have this for uh, an appetizer. Okay, now the salad. Mm-hmm. Now the main course. Great, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to sit here for a little bit, sip on this. Now what do you have for dessert? Damn, I feel good after that meal. Damn! Well, let me tell you this. One voice is that meal. And when we're having a meal, we're satisfied. We think. But the next dish Agnostic Front gives us is over the edge. And arguably, over the edge is my jam. That is, it could be my very, it it probably is my favorite. Consistently, it's my favorite. I might stray here and there. Consistently, when asked, over the edge is my jam. Now, this comes in a lot different. Than the previous, uh, the previous little dish we had. This comes in at the mid, at a mid pace, strong, and it's just driving, and it never changes tempo throughout the song. It's just a, consist- a consistent, like mid tempo, in your face kind of jam. Okay, the bass is working, the drums are working, the guitar has a dope riff, but he knows when to fade out come back in and the feeling is so strong when he comes back in and another key of this song is the simple feedback of the guitar the guitar feedback it's my favorite feedback i'd say not until blood for blood or cold is life born to land hard has there been comparable feedback where I was like, the feedback is key to this particular song or whatever. The feedback in here is it's sick. It's dope. Over the Edge is dope. Lyrically, I might have to... Nah, I was going to say I might have to bore you, but it's not a bore. All right, it's not a bore. I might have to give you all the lyrics for for Over the Edge. They're so well-written. So smart. The phrasing is perfect. Memorable. Roger crystal clear you hear everything he's saying you feel what he's saying it starts off pure hatred burns deep in my soul because our bond has cracked in time wow pure hatred burns deep in my soul because our bond has cracked in time he put it together just to say somebody really fucked you know Fucked with him and disappointed him. But he put the words behind that to just give it like a vibe of desperation, intensity, like a true hatred. Pure hatred burns deep in my soul because our bond has cracked in time. That's like a line out of Game of Thrones. Okay. That's sick. I love that. And then he goes on the next line. It's taken months for my cool to explode. Mm, It's taken months for my cool to explode. He held it in for a little while. All right. Ah, Maybe it's not a big deal. You know what? It's kind of enough. I had enough. He's mad as fuck. It's taken months for this to happen. But he ain't cool no more, man. He's exploding. He's mad. The next line. Now, what's been damaged remains in my mind. Mm. It's not going anywhere. This is a grudge. This is something he has to deal with, and I like it. This is relatable. We all had that. That person, when we see him, we're gonna open hand smack him right in the middle of the Walmart. We don't care. We're waiting to get a welfare check. We don't care. We're gonna smack him. It's gonna, you know, maybe we don't get the check that month. Hey, man, it's worth it. I had to open hand him in in front of everybody. And so did Roger. This right here, though, is potentially my favorite line of the whole album. And I always sing this when it comes up. And I love. Remember when I told you about the Native American speech? When you could translate it and you could picture Geronimo saying that shit and it sounds dope? This is that line. I should have listened to those you called fools. For the fool was I to be led blind. Oh my God. Oh my God. Think about Geronimo saying that. Mm, I should have listened to those you called fools. For the fool was I to be led blind. That's Geronimo. He likes that shit. All right? He knew from day one this is good. Oh. I love this song man I love this song And that's the line it ends with The whole song ends with this line So between the tempo of this That beat The driving bass The feedback And that final line I should have listened to those you called fools For the fool was I To be led blind Over the fucking edge Yo so good so good That's my jam Such a strong track, but it's on an album filled with bangers. And the next one is a banger. The way the next one starts, I always loved it. It's like this guitar swell, almost like a church organ vibe. Just kind of like a... I heard something similar on a Metallica album, maybe uh, right before Damage Incorporated. Yeah, that song has that vibe with the guitar, do the guitar swells, very cool effect. And that's how Undertow starts. And Undertow is the jam, the mandatory hardcore topic of being fed up, being fe- you know feeling like you've been treated unfair, mad at the world, disgusted, spit on the ground. Enough's enough. Undertow has those lyrics. Undertow has the vibe. The song is great. The lyrics are dope. One of my favorite standout things in the song is the Matt Henderson lead towards the end, probably almost like two, three minutes into the song. Kinda almost ends the song. There's like a build-up. And you don't know what, you know, after a build-up you expect, maybe breakdown, big dance part. No, 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 no. We're gonna show you what Homie could do. And that's what they did. They built up. Then Henderson comes in. He's got this like sliding, tapping. I don't know what he's doing because you know I'm not like a lead guitar player, but you know I know what's good. You know I don't have to be able to build a car to know that a Cadillac is dope. You heard? I could just see it. This this lead is dope, and one of my favorite leads on this record. So check that lead out at the end of the song, and uh, it's a real. Real cool. I get, I just, you know, I'm always impressed with leads because I don't really write leads. You know, little basic licks here and there. But the way he wrote this, it's so cool. And again, it kind of. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd love to ask him. It had a little Kirk Hammett vibe to it. I thought, you know. But mm, what do I know besides just being a dope ass guitar player? I mean, what do I know besides owning 155 guitars? Okay, two guitars, but whatever. But what do I know? But this song, lyrically, let's, let's break into to, to the lyrics a little bit. It starts off, Yesterday my world crashed with a blast. That period I chose to bury my past. Mm. It tells of time my back against the wall. Back then a victim of society to maul. Spend my life pushing and shoving to climb to the top. But you're held by a thread all that work you've done goes to waste because in this life you just can't get ahead. Oh man, that's that's just like teeth grinding type lyrics. I love it. And who can't relate at some point in life to being like that? You know, at some point you're pissed off and this this, you know, these lyrics fit you. Now, this towards the end he gets really I think real clever lyrically. And he says Life sifted through my hands, like sand through an hourglass. It tells of time I'll never recapture. The grains controlling my life scarred me forever. Wow. Life sifted through my hands, like sand through an hourglass hells of time i'll never recapture the grains controlling my life scarred me forever damn come on man that shit is deep that's good that is good you know in in mainly 88.6 uh, percent genre of meathead lyrics that's some good lyrical content right there respect on that one undertow very strong very solid jam And right after that, Now and Then. Now and Then, Dope Track. And I interpret this one. Uh, I'm not positive lyrically what it's about. But I'm thinking it's about regret. And we can all find ourselves feeling regret at some point in our lives. And this might be a lesson from agnostic front. Some advice. Because when you read through it, you feel... You know, the the word mistake is in it. The word tears. And you feel like they are explaining, he is explaining mistakes in his life. And I'll keep this one short because I'm not positive. I'd love to have Roger on to examine this one. But I'm not positive. But I know how the end lyrically goes. And he says, Now and then, I failed to think deep and clear inside. Now and then i rather maintain a modest existence. Now and then, never again will I barter my freedom. Hmm. It seems like there was a lesson taught and learned by the writer, and now the lesson is being taught by the writer, and it's up to the listener because... Let's face it, who loves agnostic front? A lot of fucked up people. A lot of people with a lot of issues. Felons. Mm. Souls looking for answers. The lost, the wondering. That that's who is drawn to this sort of music in the first place. There's a lesson to be learned. And Now and Then. Check that one out. See what you think on your own. That's what I see. And after that you have Crime Without Sin. This is uh, a slower tempo jam. Really cool. It has, I think, a vibe that we would hear later on with a band like Marauder. It has that vibe, that riff. It has a cool little guitar lick. Then it has these stop and goes when the bass keeps on driving. And it's a a slower tempo jam. Then at the very end, it gets a little slower. And lyrically, it's pretty cool. It has like... Ah, uh, it has like um, what do you call that when the, the with the priest, a confessional has like the vibe of a confessional in a Catholic church behind the screen, and you see the shadowy devilish figure, the priest sideways, his profile looking down, and you're telling him your biggest secrets, and you wonder why am I doing this? This is crazy. Who is this? He's just a man. But we love these old traditions, don't we? We love these old little traditions. But hey, man, listen, this is the confession of crime without sin when he says, bless me, Father, for I have sinned those crimes that I committed. Well, I did them again. That's dope. (laughs) I love that. Empty my soul to empower yours. Lead me blindly down the path to salvation's doors. Mm, This is so like... The way this is written, I really appreciate it, man. I wrote some lyrics in my time. Writing lyrics is not easy. Writing goofy lyrics even is not easy. Writing good lyrics like this, yo, respect. That's a great line. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. The guidelines for my behavior from above, not within. Mm, What's he saying there? The guidelines to my behavior from above, not within. He's saying he learned these bad practices. He wasn't born with these bad tendencies. They were learned. His own devilish doctrine taught him these. Learned from above, not within. Crime without sin. Strong track on a strong record. And right after that, boom, another fierce one. That tempo when we, we love that tempo with uh the fast tempo with Will Shepler, the way he bangs it out. Like hardcore style, that fast beat, that strong beat, man. You got a couple guys throughout hardcore that just always did it right, and he's one of them. You know, he always did that that fast so strong and so consistent, even live. And this is one of those those jams Starts off with that that fast beat During this song is a really cool part Towards the middle Where they have this kind of Like a little drawn out Kind of change And right before the change Your man Craig Hits this with a little bass Like Right into the mid mid-tempo uh, change That's that's real dancey Really cool Lyrically This is another strong one man The lyrics on this album Are, are super impressive And uh Ah, just the way it plays out it's really interesting Uh, I'm not like with this one he says at the end of the song there's a line I could never ever sleep at night with you in my mind I don't live a life full of lies you built your own wall to break I've always had a lot to give and all you did was take Mm, you know this is about that person we've all had that person this is about that person and I love the opening during the fast part. Clenching my fist, holding it in. Can't keep up the guard. I must break within. I've kept to myself, obeyed my script. Now I've violated into a boiling fit. <laughs> he had enough of somebody. And that's completely relatable. This is a great jam. Great parts musically. Dope drum fills. Retaliates very strong. And, uh... How many bands over the years have named themselves Retaliate? Maybe after this one, right? Maybe. Force-fed 400 years ago as enforced today. The barriers built then to reform undesirable prey. Removed from civilization. Reduced to depraved moles. What is he talking about? Enforce-fed, what is he talking about? Maybe that Native American slant. No wonder I felt like that when I was reading the lyrics from this. Oh, I love that. Built then to reform undesirable prey. This, the lyrics in this are just incredible. They really are. Really cool, man. Keep our lives in colors. Animosity you feed. Create a need of power when men wear shades of green. Now pit us, bait us, and place us on your board. Come arm us, force us, and use us in your war. Again in our valley where the buffalo roamed. Your sociopathic battle mourned seven new souls. The mission of success, divide and conquer technique. The creator, not a myth. Just an injurious Elite. Hmm. <laughs> man, that's dope, man. I don't give a fuck. That's really cool lyrics. Force Fed has real cool lyrics. Musically, it's cool too. It has a dope intro, and then boom, it kicks into more of an up-tempo thing. Totally different vibe uh, than the other uh, faster songs. But it has a little intro, then boom, kicks in up-tempo. Great lead in this song. And... Uh, I love it, song. Force-fed. The record is coming to a close, like the trip is almost over. And this is a great one on the way out, like a more thinking man's track. Enough feeling bad for yourself. The world fucked you over. What about them? What about what happened to them? Stop your crying, all right? Force-fed. And then that takes us to the final moment of this album. And that's a sad thing, because I wish it went on Forever. But the final track, the final ingredient, the final input, the final piece to this puzzle, the final ride in this amusement park of hardcore is Bastard. Super cool track musically. Dope guitar riff with this like bouncy picking style. Really cool, man. And lyrically, the output and the effort on here may be the most personal. In an album of a lot of personal lyrics. Bastard is clearly about his father being a real dick. Smacking him around, throwing him beatings. Not really supportive. No love. It's a bad thing, man. But a lot of people can relate. So it's very cool that he put it out there. A song like this makes other people feel like they're not alone. In their experiences of this sort of injustice from their own blood from their own caretaker bastard goes I remember just the best of you like the beatings and the bruises you gladly threw and when it came down for mental support a blatant strike was how you would resort tell me what have I done wrong to deserve such pain so strong haven't I proven your pride or just a loser in your eyes So what in truth is to expect from you after being so abused, so confused? But that's all right because it only shows that all you had to offer were a few low blows. Where did I do you wrong? When have I done you wrong? I know you wish I never existed. Showing disdain you never resisted. A real father figure you never showed. Just an emptiness is all I knew. Tell me where did I go wrong? Was it when I was first born? I could never be your son for all of the damage that you've done. Where did I do you wrong? When have I failed you to show that I can only hold such wrong? Bastard. Bastard. Damn. Very cool. Now listen. I just decided to do this on a whim, and when I did, I texted, uh, I texted Craig and I texted Roger, and I just said, guys, I'm going to do this, and just tell me this. What is potentially your favorite song in the album? Interestingly, both of those guys said Over the Edge, and that is such a killer track, and it's telling. I mean, the people that I know love this album also love that song. And this song is so important to the hardcore scene that I'm in because it is the blueprint. We didn't come from the generations of the bad brains or minor threat. We came from the generations, uh, you know, the 90s hardcore output. And the 90s bands that we love The death threats, the all-out wars, direct descendants from Agnostic Front, Madball. This was the, the spark, the hate breeds. This was the spark. I really believe that. I think they'd tell you the same thing. So to the guys in the band then and the guys in the band now, Agnostic Front, one voice, thank you for this album. Thank you for the music before this album. Thank you for the music after this album. For those who aren't familiar and listen to this anyway, respect. And let's just say this was a little university course in hardcore. Okay, there's history. There was history before the Romans, sure. But the Romans were the Romans. Agnostic Front were the motherfucking Romans. You understand this? Yeah, there were some tribes roaming around the mountains here and there. They did some cool stuff. But then the Romans came and they built an empire of a thousand years. That's Agnostic Front. The empire that still exists today. Today. All right, everybody. Go do your homework buy the album, put the album in act like you've been there act like you know what's up cause it's important show respect and be respected we out thanks a lot for listening we really appreciate it Post America Podcast will always be there for you don't forget that tune in next time for more fun with the boys until then Get your fucking ass out of here before I get you a smack, motherfucker. Who the fuck do you think you in? This is Post America. You ain't shit, motherfucker.